At Capella University, you're in control of your education. With the game-changing FlexPath format, you can set your own deadlines and move at your own pace. The faster you move, the more you save. Visit capella.edu to learn more. You know the old saying, selling like hotcakes? What does that even mean? What is a hotcake anyway? They should change it to selling like Hondas, because right now, Hondas are selling faster than ever. Probably because they're so rugged, long-lasting, and fuel-efficient. And if you want one, you should get to your local Honda dealer right away. Check out the 8-passenger pilot, or maybe the adventurous passport. But you gotta do it fast, because Hondas are selling like, well, Hondas. New models are arriving now. Don't wait. See your local Honda dealer today. Yo fam, what's good, what's poppin'? Yo fam, what's good, what's poppin'? Oh, 800, yo fam. Whatever it is. Oh, yeah, hundred yo fam. What's good? What's popping? Khalid here, and I know I've been away for a very, 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 very long time, but I'm back. How about that? You know, it's been a very interesting time. Can't lie. You know, the last episode I got was when I first had got COVID and I was waiting for my results. You know, it's a mad thing. You know what I'm saying? So that was a very somber episode. Then went on to kind of go through the motions, the fatigue, the everything. I was like, yo, is man is man really going to survive this thing? Like, I, I felt as though... Yeah, and I'm not being dramatic, but I felt as though I was on my deathbed, I can't lie. You know, and in in between in between the sleeping, in between the not being able to do much, I was just thinking about legacy. You know, what is my legacy? What would my legacy be? You get me? Like, it was a mad thing. I don't even, I I guess, I don't even know, man. You know? But yeah, I haven't neglected you, tested positive for COVID-19 and all I can say is it was a very horrible experience. You know what I'm saying? I couldn't gather the energy to do anything. Some of the smallest things like laundry or watching something was impossible. My blood sugar levels were through the roof. So it meant my eyes, I couldn't even see my phone. So I wasn't looking at my phone. I couldn't even watch the TV because my pupils had dilated so much. They was letting so much light in. You know what I'm saying? Like, these are the small things that we take for granted. I spent the first few days bed bound, in and out of sleep, drinking water, going to the toilet. And that's all I was doing. Like, drinking water, getting up out of sleep, going to the toilet, coming back, sleeping water. You know what I'm saying? Like, a whole 14 days over Christmas and New Year, I was out of action. Imagine that. Christmas, 
is my favourite time of year. I love Christmas, but the way out of COVID thing licked me down, I couldn't even eat food, couldn't see relatives, nothing. Man just had to hold tight in my yard and wait for this thing to pass, you know what I'm saying? I couldn't make beats, I couldn't write, I couldn't even practice Espanol. Like, I fell behind so much. I remember, like, sending my tutor a message on something like the 22nd. I had a lesson on the 23rd. On around about the 22nd or maybe the 20th, I was like, yo, like, man's going through some bits, so let's postpone this thing. Basically, my whole life was just on pause, innit? I just had to kick back and respect my body needing to be still and fight this thing. I couldn't just get up and try and do anything because I was effed. Even things like going to the kitchen to make a drink or refill my water bottle before I went back into bed was a chore. You know, big Christmas and my favourite day of the year was spent indoors watching movies. Although... I did watch a few films that I've never seen and avoided in life. I'm definitely a fan of Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Stylistically, it's definitely out of this world. I absolutely love it now, especially when they go to Bulgaria. You know, I like the setting of that and whatnot. Like, man didn't have any contact with the outside world. No link up for food. Nada. Nunca. I remember, like, in the early parts... I think it was one Saturday or something. My girl was like, yo, but all the wagamamas, what do you want? Usually, I don't order, I don't order wagamamas in it because it's a letdown. And plus, the plastic that they put the food in, by the time it gets to you, shit. That looks like I'm peeking. You know what, I'll keep the, the, the past five minutes because I can't be bothered to go back and record it again. But yeah, my girl was like, yo, let's order some Wagamamas. So I was like, cool, cool, cool. Um, I don't like ordering from Wagamamas because they use these plastic containers that make the food sweat and dry up. And by the time you get it, the food is just dead. So I was like, rah, I'm not too, too hungry. So I'm going to order some of the pickles and some brofting. I don't know why I thought that was a good idea, but it tasted shit. You know what I'm saying? And even over the Christmas period, like, I couldn't even, I didn't even have energy to wrap the presents that I bought. Bearing in mind, this was the first, this was the first year that I followed the list that my girlfriend gave me to a T. I might have got some extra bits on there, but I followed the list, got the presents well in advance. Like I'm talking like eight weeks in advance for some of them, hid them around the apartment and whatnot. But I didn't have the energy to wrap them. Like my wrapping this year was shit. You know, I didn't even get to enjoy my Christmas tree as I usually would because over New uh, Christmas Eve and shit, I was fucked. You know what I'm saying? I didn't even get to put my feet up on Christmas Eve and await the magic of Christmas Day with a champagne toast. It was crazy. I'm bitter about that. Like, fuck COVID after that. You know what I'm saying? It feels great to be back in full health again, but it was definitely a scary experience. I was just in a cycle of sleeping, drinking water and urinating for around about 
three to four days. Like, non-stop. I just remember being in bed wondering, like, how the fuck did I get here? I was asking myself questions like, how am I in the firing line whilst there's a deadly virus running ragged? Assisting random people who have the virus, like, masked up and talking to them maskers spewing absorbents. Like, big man of my age, you know, with no type of freedom to be like, nah, brother, I'm batting down the hatches and shielding in my yard. I can't be mixing with random people and zombie consumers. Out of the line of danger just to pay bills, just to keep my job, just because the system of capitalism built on a foundation of exploitation needs to keep going. There's no cash reserves in the coffers of industries. They live check to check like the average adult in the Western world with less than enough money to cover their bills for a year. Industry giants walking the tightrope of risk as they operate within a street hustler day-to-day mindset rather than mitigate for the unforeseeable. The whole ordeal made me much more determined to buy my freedom. What am I doing now that my future self will thank me for? What's my timeline of progress? How long could I survive If everything shut down and they presented furlough as an option, could I weather the storm? Short answer is nah. I couldn't survive even a month at the moment. Yes, there's different pots for different things I'm working on, but in terms of a liquid fund, I need to up that ASAP. Although not and never before I clear some personal debts, which is always the main priority. Covid made me evaluate life like I hadn't before because what I previously in some shape or form seemed to be more of a moral panic as the danger talk was phased out and the world started getting back to normal caught up with me. The scariest part is that the magnitude of it hit me. My diabetic nurse warned me of the dangers with my pre-existing conditions. I should have shielded from the jump, but I didn't want to let the side down. I didn't want to be that guy. This was my chance to step up. Like, However, I quickly realised how different it would be operating in the COVID era where everything is Zoom, WebEx and distancing. Resources are stretched so you're confined to the front line. What I saw as the ideal path back in January 2020 quickly became the biggest misstep as I was in a different ocean where the lines were blurred and there were no clearly defined boundaries. It's pretty much day to day. No forecasting or planning ahead. No originality or shared vision. Just a series of tick boxes and happy to have survived the previous week's KPIs. I quickly realised throughout the past year that my grandiose ideas and vision are in some respects wasted in the spaces I frequent. I reflect on whether I need to be more open in my approach to life. I reflect on whether I need to reverse the self-fulfilling prophecy mindset that every time I forecast myself in a new opportunity, I'd feel unfulfilled. I reflect that I have a lot to work to do, both personally and professionally. However, as the age age goes, Rome weren't built in a day. I'll have to do my thing brick by brick consistently. It was torture laying up in bed. Too far exhausted and sick to do the stuff I love doing. Too exhausted to do stuff that makes me feel alive. 
I don't think any of you will understand how much of an ordeal that was. I prayed and wished that I made it through. I remember reflecting on whether I would have been happy with what I achieved in life so far, which led me down a vortex. I'd never been as bold as I could have been. I've always downplayed everything in life and humbled myself. How would I feel if I were to die of this thing? Would I be happy with how my life turned out? Would What would my legacy be? Would I regret take Would I regret taking Hey How would I feel if I were to die of this thing? Would I be happy with how life turned out? What would my legacy be? Would I regret not taking more risks? Would I regret waiting such a long time to do whatever I wanted? I learned that too late in life. I found that I had too many things that were unresolved and unfinished, so many things unreleased. I realized that my life is just one big draft box of unexecuted ideas. The title was wildly suggested. Don't get it twisted though. I'm not wallowing in self-pity nor am I exploiting that I feel ill I'm just keeping it real with y'all. This is probably the first time I've actually sat down and wrote something since getting licked down with C19. Funny enough, it's surprisingly cathartic. As it's the first time I've unscrambled and articulated these thoughts and for every reflection and every vortex-like point I've raised, there's always hope. There's always solutions. There's always options. Forever there will be optimism. Hasta el jueves. Feliz año nuevo. Peace. Matting. Episode 37, I survived COVID-19. I wrote that on Monday the 11th of January at 2021 at quarter to eight in the evening and I feel like a lot's changed since then that's when I've just come out of being sick and whatnot. a lot has changed like my attitude to work my attitude to life has changed you know I've been really open in, in regards to how I feel and now Trust me, my life is different. I feel like, I don't want to say it's COVID that gave me the different outlook, but experiencing having something that could kill you because of your pre-existing conditions and whatnot and the fact that it fucks with you in so many ways, I feel like it played a part in me thinking, yo, when I come out of this, man's going to really pick up my initiative, yeah, and live life the way that I want to live life. You know what I'm saying? It was a blessing to come out unscathed. You know what the dealio is. You hear the stories. You see the statistics. Nowadays, rather than bury my head in the sand and ignore the news, nowadays I'm paying attention, yo. Obviously, I do so from a place where I am still sceptical and exercise some form of critical thinking but it's always important to stay informed. You know? Like, I just I just know that thing fucked with me heavy. My blood sugar levels were mad high. And there was nothing I can do about it. My high potential, my 
my heart was, my BPM was high. I stopped wearing my watch for like 10 days because I would get all of these notifications. I was like, yo, rather than add fuel to the fire, yeah, I'm not going to bother with wearing this thing that's going to remind me of all of this. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, nah, I'm going to ease up. Um, in the diabetic test I've done since then, which was a few weeks ago, I've dropped around about 30% of the percent of blood sugar level it was at like something like 9.1 and i went down to 6.1 you know partially who knows that could have been being sick it could have been the fact that you know during february um i accompanied my girlfriend while she was she decided to do a juicing thing for 10 days and i got to regulate my blood sugar properly you know what I'm saying? I manage my condition, but now I'm all about that health. I need to get back active. Don't ever get it twisted, but definitely COVID taught me a serious lesson because I, was, I wasn't able to do things that I love doing. I was on hold for like 14 or 16 days. I felt horrible. And, I, and I'm not someone that scares easily. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know that one day I'm going to die in it. But being in a position where you can't move, you can't do nothing... It really made me reflect and think, yo, when you come out of this, you got to use your initiative. you got to speak your mind. you really got to give more of yourself. Be more forthcoming in life. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I've been doing, yo. Proper. Proper things. You know? But I wasn't even supposed to record this episode today. This right here was just supposed to be a test. You know what I'm saying? Because I've got a Rode WS2 windshield to replace like my um my previous kind of windshield thing that come with my shock mount. I wanted something that covers the whole mic and it looks tidy. So if I get into a space where I start recording and streaming at the at the podcast at the same time, because I'm in the I'm in the market of looking for a portable camera. One that fits in a pocket, obviously. You know my steez. I like to travel and, you know, I like to be able to specialise and do this thing properly. But I wasn't supposed to record this thing. I'm just testing out the WS2 windshield. But I guess... No, I'm not on a work, but I'm recording a podcast, babe. No, it's all right. I was wrapping up. I was I was wrapping up, mate. I'll come and help you in a minute. But yeah, 0800 Yo Fam, what's good, what's popping? I wasn't even going to revert back to the old music... Because this music just reminded me of the bad COVID times. But I survived. I survived COVID-19. And I'm going to slap that on the title as well. Because as inflammatory as it sounds, I really did survive that blood clot ting. You get me? Anyway, 0800yofam.com at whereisko at 0800yofam. Holler at me. Peace. Good was popping, yo fam. What's good was popping? Oh, eight hundred, yo fam. Whatever in it, yo fam. What's good was popping, yo fam. What's good was popping? Oh, eight hundred, yo fam. Whatever in it, holler at me for the podcast. It's the coldest podcast. I said, holler at me for the podcast. Mondays and Thursdays, I said, holler at me on the podcast. It's the wavy podcast. It's like, holler at me on the podcast. Subscribe. At Capella University, education is as smart as the world around us. With the FlexPath format, you can take classes at your own pace, set your own deadlines, 
and even leverage your previous experience to move faster. Now that's smart. Learn more at capella.edu. At Capella University, education is as smart as the world around us. With the FlexPath format, you can take classes at your own pace, set your own deadlines, and even leverage your previous experience to move faster. Now that's smart. Learn more at capella.edu.